Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RIPodcast.net. This is episode 608, recorded live on September 22nd, 2019. And here are your hosts, the man who watched a sad football game yesterday, Dave Pillay. So sad. And the man who missed a last-second come-from-behind nail-biter victory, Andy Lowe. Hi. Yeah? Yeah. So, uh, so Eastern beat, uh, Illinois two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, you know, once again, taking out a Power 5 school. This week, they were playing Central Carolina State, I think was the name. <laughs> okay. And that doesn't sound like a very, uh, top-tier school there. No, no, no. They're, they're the, they're the division below them. Yeah. The, but like... Uh, football championship or whatever uh is it is it ours fcs yes i don't remember fcs is division one yeah fbs is division two i don't know but in any case it is the division below us yes yes um the uh the, the, they uh they almost beat eastern but I guess uh, Eastern had uh, stopped them with 10 seconds left to go, or no, 18 seconds left to go, and they had to punt. Eastern blocked the punt and ran it in for a touchdown. Wow. Yeah. That is not easy to do. No. Good for Eastern. Yeah. So, yeah, Eastern Eastern won on a... On a blocked punt return for a field uh, for a touchdown. Yes, good for them because they they were. I down got to watch at the time a, a team wearing Michigan uniforms play like not Michigan. Yeah, it was a bad game. They had tons of stuff going for them too. Like it was it was a lot of stuff, and they just they could not do it. Man, they just they fell down at every single opportunity that they could it from what i saw it was just sad facebook told me everybody was sad nobody was happy everyone was sad lots and lots of people were very sad yeah because they just it just it wasn't what people expected and then also almost having lost to army the week before right yeah right it was supposed to be like, okay, Michigan's got a bye week. They're going to figure this out. They're going to come back. They're going to do great. And then they were just bad. Wisconsin. I mean, that said, when asked prior to the game, what is your your response to uh, Jonathan Taylor? Michigan's response was like, we don't have anything against this guy. Like, we have nothing we can use against him. Our only hope is to keep him off the field as much as possible. And not let him make the play. Well, that, uh... That actually sort of happened. He was out for half the game. Yeah. Uh, not because, like, a Michigan player injured him or anything. And, in fact, I think he was just pulled off because they didn't need to use him. And the the less time he had out there, the less likelihood he was to get it hurt. Oh. So, it was a bad day. And it was raining and gross out here. I had wanted to go and do a field experiment in Ingress, and then it started raining, and then when it stopped raining, someone put a giant mega field over the entire city. So, like, that locked me down. Yeah, I uh, I was driving back on Thursday from Grand Rapids for an SBE meeting. I stopped by a rest stop, and there were two portals there. Yeah. And it was far enough out of town that I could, you know, I could connect to two of my portals that were miles apart. Nice. And I, I, you know, I just threw them up there. I didn't, I know, I didn't mod them or anything. I just like, you know, I'm at the rest yeah, stop. Yeah, let's just throw this. 
off the highway. So the only way to get to this would be actually like driving past it and like turning around and getting off at the rest area. But somebody did that last night. Somebody, you know, blew those up. Yeah. And then blew up a bunch of stuff on the east side of the of the city and then created their own massive field. Yeah. Oh. My plan is coming along, though. I went up to Grand Rapids, stopped by the arena, dropped my two top-level multi-hacks and um, heat sinks, and over the period of, like, 20 minutes, was able to get 21 keys. That's a lot of keys. Yep. So I got that part set. So now I just nice. need to wait for the portal next to work to die so I can put yeah. multi-hacks on that one get my keys up on that part of it and then I'll have both of those set and then I just need to figure out where in the Holland area basically to start building the multi-fields. Yeah. I need to do a little bit of key farming because I'm still short. What is that? 18, 21, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 30. I'm still short 32 total keys to do the gigantic, massive 270-some link field that I want to do. It's going to take like a day, right? Because <coughs> you have to do it in two parts. The first part is you go through and you just link everything to the first portal. And so that would be walking across the entirety of Epic's campus and linking every portal to the source portal. That's like an hour, hour and a half. Unless you get two people to do it. In that case, it would be a lot faster. But then you only get... Well, you you would get lose what three hundred and thirteen AP per link. Yeah, so for uh, forty links, it's twelve thousand AP just from that first set of links. Yeah, I mean it's twenty four thousand AP just from the first set of links overall. But no, I I expect this is going to get me quite a bit of AP. Yeah, I uh, I was able to uh, the the park that I you know nobody pays attention to that has yeah. a dozen portals in a loop. Yeah, I was able to go from zero to fully linked up. Uh, in an hour. Got me 50, 56, 57,000. Not bad. Like, not bad for just, you know, an hour's work. Yep. Just walking the loop a couple of times. Well, I have my to-do right here, uh, and it is... Let me open up a document. Now, another yeah. thing that could help you with the AP... That's a do, lot. Do you, have any, um, do you have any first Saturday events near you this time around, or no? There is... Uh, we talked about that last week. Remember up in Oshkosh. Ah. So I could go to the first Saturday thing and then rush back down here. <laughs> and then, uh... And then I have to go back up there. I don't think there's enough time to do that. Because you have to, like, check in at the beginning and then you have to check in, like, one more time. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't think I have time to do that. Well, there's one in Milwaukee. Is Milwaukee closer than... Yes, Milwaukee is closer. When is that? Oh, hey, October 5th, Milwaukee, and one in Monroe. Yes, my nearest one is in Chicago. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to that. I mean, that's the the fourth nearest one to me. You want to go meet in Chicago? Uh, no. October 5th? Come on. No. No? Let's see, it would start at probably, what, noon? Trying to load the event page. Uh, yeah, noon. Noon to one for check-in. Check-out is at three. So it's actually one o'clock for you. Yes. And it's, what, a two-and-a-half-hour drive to Chicago? Yeah, and then I would have to park. Oh, no, no, no. Parking's easy. Parking is so easy. Oh, my God. 
did we we covered this right when I went to GoFest? Parking in Chicago is super easy because there's a there's like a Airbnb for parking spots. Oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> there will be surprise prizes. Yeah, but if the that would be because it would get done at three, then it would have another two hour drive back. That it would be a, literally a whole day thing. For oh yeah, me. It, it would be the day. Which I'm not the, actually suggesting that you no. do this. No, no, no. Driving up to Grand Rapids, I could do that. That's like an afternoon thing. Yeah. That's no problem. But How yeah, do you, no. like, Chicago? create a first Saturday thing? Well, you need you need communication with the other side. Okay. Because you need to get both sides together. Yeah. To basically agree to, you know, host it. And then you got to do some other stuff. Okay. But I can't even get my side to tell me what the hell the telegraph group is. Telegram? Or, or, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. So, whatever. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing until I'm done, okay. <laughs> and then I will stop. Smurfs and frogs, ha ha ha, cute. And then you'll stop once you hit level. Are you are you still thinking about going for twelve or what? I don't know. I have to see how long before the uh, my simple spelling error suggestions yeah. get approved. Yeah, I suppose I can check my stuff. I I doubt there's anything from it yet. Nominations, portal, submission, confirmation. That's just the submission. Okay. I'd love to see, like, the the progress. I think you and a lot of other people would like to see behind the curtain. Yep. But who knows? Anyway, should we talk about things that are... Uh, not Ingress? Not Ingress? Yeah, probably. So, remember how we had talked about how uh, Disney was stopping their video game production? Yes, last week. Yes. We brought that up, and we brought up, like, that was kind of confusing, that they're just going to license it, and you have this media empire that all of a sudden doesn't want a certain type of media. Well, they're not alone. Okay. Because NBC Universal just said that they were going to also shut down their game publishing business. I mean, games are expensive to make. They're pretty high risk. And by getting, like, okay... I still think it's weird. Yeah. Comcast NBC Universal has decided to shut down its game publishing business a little more than 2.5 years after expanded it. <laughs> They'll stay in the games by licensing its entertainment properties to external developers and publishers. Oh, that's actually, you know, Andy, there was a segue that you missed in here. NBC Universal yeah. is the group that makes the Jurassic Universe whatever Jurassic World. Okay. Which is the one of the only other major location-based games. I didn't even know there was other location-based games outside of Niantic. <laughs> it's, it's Niantic or Bust. No, there was there was a Jurassic Park one. Oh. I mean, it's in the article that you linked. Scroll down. Oh, there it is. Hey, look at that. And it looks kind of like a Niantic game. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. The trend in Hollywood appears to be to focus on core movie business. Yeah, I get that. I understand. I still think that they're, they're being a little silly, but like, okay. You can get some pretty good R&D out of video games. <laughs> Universal Brand Development issued a statement regarding this reorganization. Given the realities of the increasingly competitive nature of the mobile games landscape, Universal Brand Development is shifting its investment and approach in games to opportunities that don't require mobile self-publishing. This will allow UBD to deepen their licensing and partnership opportunities across all gaming platforms. As a result of this shift, the team has undergone a restructuring to be better positioned for long-term success. Translation, mobile games are hard. We don't want to worry about it. Mobile games are hard and... 
the turnover is fast. So we're just going to let game companies actually do that. Yes. Which, you know, makes sense. It's just, yeah. Okay. It is apparently based on the notion that the games launched so far have not been big enough hits and the larger company has other priorities. Yeah, like stealing my money. Well, not my money anymore because I'm not a Comcast customer. But, like, stealing money. Yeah. Jurassic World Alive has more than 17 million downloads and has 60 million in revenue, and that's not enough. So, all right. So, yeah, so big companies are like, mm, well, let's not do this game thing. We'll just, let, you know, have other people pay us and try the games. Because that's, you know, worked out I mean, really it, it well. Works. For, it works for some things, right? Like, it's working for Warhammer. That's true. But I'm sitting there thinking, you know, what great movie tie-in video games have there been? The original Iron Man video game was pretty awesome. The Spider-Man game was good. Yeah, that's not really a movie tie-in game, though. That was set in its own little thing. The Iron Man video game was supposed to be set in the MCU. It's just before they really had the MCU. It was directly based off the the movie. Other good movie based video games yeah i don't know man but i mean what so what ips does nbc universal comcast own right they own a bunch of shit there's jurassic universal uh, jurassic world alive there's fast and the furious uh despicable me yeah all the spielberg stuff yeah i don't know there's there's not much there okay Moving on, because this is this is a weird thing to keep talking about. Um, well, speaking of video game publishing, yeah. Rockstar is making their own storefront. God damn it. Why? I don't know. Why? 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 Already have to deal with like five of them. Soon there's going to be a storefront that combines all the other storefronts. <laughs> The whole point of having, like, Steam was that you had one place that you could go. And yes, I understand, different places selling stuff is going to be better for the consumer. Because if Steam has a monopoly, Steam gets to set the price. If other places have the same thing, they can sell it for cheaper and then the market drives the price down. Great. Awesome for the consumer. But like interactivity, when I want to play a game, I don't want to worry if Andy has bought the game on Steam versus the Epic Game Store versus the goddamn Rockstar Game Store. Well, it won't matter because, you know, the Rockstar Games will only be available on the Rockstar Game Store. Unless I've previously bought them on others? They're not going to take uh, away supposedly, my... Supposedly, the launcher supports cloud saves as well as games available on the storefront that have been purchased outside the launcher, either physically or digitally. I don't know what that oh. means. I haven't downloaded this launcher. Supposedly, if I... if you bought... It's like what, what Blizzard used to do. Like, if you bought this and you still have the key for it, you can activate it via the launcher. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, clearly we need a... What... Here's... Here's what we need. Here's what I, I I now hope and pray and dream is that Valve will step in and will separate the storefront from the library. Well, you can already put other things in your Steam library that are not... Right, right. But but what I want, because all these other... I mean, Steam is doing it, and, and uh, Epic Games is doing it, and now Rockstar is doing it, and Ubisoft did it, and EA did it, and... Like, to launch the game, you have to go through their storefront. If I want to play my Ubisoft games, I have to open up the goddamn Ubisoft store. Except for Division 2, which is on the Epic Game Store. Except, evidently, Division 2. And I have to go and launch the Epic Games. But, like, 
I'm okay with the different stores. I think that having store exclusives is stupid and counterproductive to the whole idea of having multiple stores. Because again, the idea of multiple stores is competition. And if they have exclusives, then there is no competition. And now you're just adding a burden to the, the consumer. Have the stores, have competition, have different stores having sales, whatever, cool. And and they need to be able to provide some additional service with it, which is great. But like, have the store separate from the library. I should be able to just play my games. And I think that's kind of what like Discord was trying to do, right? They had... Yeah. their own store, but they also had the, the library in the application. All right, so what you need to do is you need to create a storefront, your own one, no. that can access all no. the different... No, 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 that that should access... I'm, 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 it's, it's, hold on. So you, you make a storefront that can... Um, Scrape the prices from the other stores? Yes, and you call it's it... called CheapShark.com. You call it storefront that expressly accesses marketplaces. Yeah, and you call it I should Steam. just make one called Storefront. <laughs> storefront that expressly accesses marketplaces. Yeah, Steam. Steam. I, I think Valve might have something to say about that. <laughs> but actually, go to CheapShark.com. I've never heard of this. Yeah, it, it goes through all the different stores, and you can even search for a, a specific game, and it will be like, oh, it's cheapest if you buy it here. I can buy Tomb Raider Anniversary for 98 cents. You can. And Tomb Raider Underworld for an additional 98 cents. <laughs> Something tells me there is a Tomb Raider sale on <laughs> Steam right now. Release date, June 5th, 20, 2007. <laughs> Jeez. Yep, the entire Tomb Raider collection is like 85% off. Anyway, I don't have time for games. You have a kid. I know. And you're trying to power your way up to, like, level 10 in Ingress. Yes. Maybe even level 12. Maybe. So, where's your free time going, Andy? <laughs> How do you have time to do a podcast? God, did you see when this last episode was posted? <laughs> I, I didn't. Was it posted, like, yesterday? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was I was sick, most likely because of said kid, like, all week. And I, you know, I've, every single time, like, I tried to, you know, like, either, you know, like, try and take a bit of time off of work, but then just stuff just kept happening. It's just like, ugh. There was even one time where, you know, one of our stations went off the air at 11 o'clock at night, and it wasn't our fault. It's something on the network end, and it's just like, oh, really, guys? Can I get a break? The answer is no. Nope. And I've already got... I've got a meeting on Monday that I have to set up because it's a, it's going to be with between multiple markets. So I have to get our uh, Google Meet set up uh, on Tuesday. I got to go up to Lansing, pick up equipment, and update a swap out a computer in a studio. Wednesday I got to meet with the, the K Wings because their new guy doesn't know how to work the remote equipment. Thursday I got to meet with one of our contract engineers. And then I forgot what the hell am I doing on Friday. Doing something on Friday and I don't even remember what it is. Oh yeah, no, Friday I gotta go up to Holland because somebody tried hacking into our phone system up there. Oops. Yeah. So yeah, fun times all around. Okay. Uh, so other uh, storefront type things. Uh, Apple Arcade was supposed to uh, start soon, but it seems this, when the... This was the, we are pulling like a bunch of the best stuff off the Apple store and then letting you have access to it for a subscription instead. Yes. 
Okay. In coming soon, TM. Um, well, it was supposed to launch on September 19th, but um, iOS 13 beta users were able to access it early, um, which came as a surprise to some of Apple Arcade's game developers. <laughs> Who weren't prepared for people to access their stuff yet? Yeah. Oops, company gets too big and does not know where its other pieces are. Yeah. So yeah, so they uh surprise game developers, your games are your games are live now. Your games are now available. Wait, what? But you said the 19th. That's, nope, sorry. That's a bit of a shock. Yeah. That's not great um well, at all. No. Nope. Oh, Apple. Okay. Uh alongside Apple, we have Microsoft. And Microsoft is doing really well. I'm guessing because a lot of their cloud stuff. Yeah, it's all the the Microsoft Azure stuff has been just driving their their stock up and up and up because they're making more and more and more money, right? That's the whole idea is that the stock is the valuation of the company, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, They are increasing their dividend. Ooh. And they authorized a buyback of $40 billion dollars. Holy crap. So the company is buying back its stock and has $40 billion to do that with. Jeez. Oh, goodness. Yeah, that's quite a bit of cash. So I'm happy about this news. That's great. That's cool. Don't ask me about GameStop. <laughs> Actually, there is news about GameStop. I don't think we added it as a topic. Um, they they have a new design for their store that leaked. Yeah, we it was like Oklahoma. Yeah, I don't know what that really means. That like there's a new design that leaked. Like, well, no, they they actually built a store in Oklahoma as the text test market. Yeah. That you know was they, it was it was it notably different like well yeah there's like a there's like a um a retro gaming area in the back with like CRT monitors and everything okay there's a let's see if I can find a link for it because I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if we uh, I don't think we talked about it last week at all yeah prior Oklahoma uh, has confirmed yeah a store's familiar with GameStop's operation has confirmed that the store matches the blueprint layout of the redesigns shown at the annual conference yeah. sofa and HDTV located in the middle of the store back of the store is a new space filled with CRT TVs and tables apparently used for tabletop games and retro gaming cool so you know I've got supposedly I've got it in the works already yeah We'll we'll see what comes of it now that they're closing like a couple hundred stores. That's some pretty significant closures, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was all their the like worst performing stores. Which I'm wondering if the ones over by us are uh, gonna close at all. Well, I mean, if they, I don't understand how they let so many stores get built. Is the thing because it's a franchise? Yeah, they can still approve the franchise, right? Yeah. How many stores were there in Ann Arbor? Jeez. Oh, so many. There were six in a three-mile radius. Like, that's a crazy number of stores. Yeah. So, no wonder. Uh, yeah, what else we got? Um, speaking of gaming, uh, Google Stadia yeah. has said that they have sold out of their Founders Edition Whoa. in the UK. Or not the UK, the EU. In the entire EU. Yep, it's completely sold out in the EU. Uh, supposedly, the U- the US might be um, right behind. behind. All right, so if you want your Founders Edition, go do it, like, right now. Well, might be too see. late. Yeah, let's... Uh, what is the Stadia page? <laughs> I, I would guess stadia.google.com. Store.google.com and the Stadia Founders Edition is there. Yeah. 
future of gaming is not a box. Well, it is a box, just in someone else's place. No, it looks like you can still order it for the uh, U.S., supposedly. Exclusively on the Google Store. See, the, the problem is, I don't think my internet is good enough. So, like, I could pre-order this, but what the hell is it going to do for me? Well, I I can tell you I played Assassin's Creed, you know, at home here on my laptop. Yeah. yeah. And it was good. And it was nice not to have your laptop overheat and explode on you. <laughs> yes. As, as it has been prone to do. Yes, yes, it has. And I am uh, currently 45 megabits down. Yeah. You want to guess? Do you want to go ahead and just guess what my, my megabits down is? What, 25? Let me go do a speed test right now. I'm using the Google speed test right now, just in case you're wondering. Oh, okay, I can go use the Google speed test instead. Because I feel like that would Where be, you that? know, approximate ideal of, you know, connecting to Google servers. Run speed test. Internet speed test. 9.3 megabits per second. Down? Yep. What the frack, man? <laughs> Don't you have Charter? Yeah. What the frack? I have Charter Spectrum. What? Is that not what, like, most people have for their internet? No, I have Charter, <laughs> and I'm getting 50 down. Let, How let am I getting go, five uh, times your speed? Because my internet sucks out here in Madison? I mean, if I was downstairs on the router, it would probably be better, right? Like, I, I am going through the physical electrical system of the house. I'm on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Because my laptop, after overheating a couple of times, has caused the uh, the Ethernet jack to sometimes just not work. Logging in, seeing what my plan is. What the hell is my plan? Customer service, manage account. This is totally what people listen for, right? Us trying to compare our internet service provider. Yep. Our same internet service provider between both of our yep. things. What the hell is my login? <laughs> well, I just set it up, you know, for automatic billing, and I get the paper bill in the mail, so I check it. Uh, well, yep. let's try that username. All right, I'm paying 70 bucks a month. I am paying, let's see, view bill details, view billing statement. Your service may not be giving you peak performance. There's a connection issue with the modem. Really? <laughs> Are you going to do something about it? Or are you just going to tell me? Well, the, the reset of your equipment thing is the first option. So yeah, don't I think do that'd that would be right a bad now. idea right now. Uh, $65.99 for my internet. Okay, so basically the same price. Yeah, $65.99. So why are you getting four times the speed I am? Services. What are my... What's... Is it going to tell me what my, you know, expected speed is? <laughs> I don't think they will. Well, that seems... You have internet. Okay, thank you. What type of internet? <laughs> you have internet. <laughs> you have That's the it. Google. Congratulations. You, just, you have internet. We aren't going to worry about how much internet. You just have internet. Yeah, it's not even like on my bill either. It just says Spectrum Internet. Yep, you have internet. <laughs> Jeez. Don't worry about how much internet. You have internet. I want to know my current service, though. Yeah, no, I don't want... Ah, you've got me in a loop now here. <laughs> Included in Spectrum Internet. Speeds starting at 200 megabits per second. Um, you, you do not have that. <laughs> no, no, I do not. I might call Charter after this and be like, look, you're saying I'm supposed to get 200. I'm getting nine. Yeah. That is 4% of the advertised rate, and I'm paying $70 a month for that. Okay, 
Back to topics. Yeah, it says, you know what, if your speed tier was recently upgraded, you may need to reboot your modem to allow new speeds. You won't even tell me what my current speed is. Yep. Oh. Please make sure your modem supports the speed that you're using. Shit. I'm, I've got the modem that you gave me. Anyway. Yeah. Stupid charter page. Um, speaking yeah. of new looks, uh, there was a leaked document of the pr- proposed overhaul of E3 for 2020. Yeah. The ESA is trying to rebrand E3 as a fan, media, and influencer festival for next year's event. But, like, it didn't, this, didn't they, a couple years ago, come back and say, like, ah, uh, yeah, for the industry, no one else goes here, right? Well, now they're, uh... Bit of a reversal, huh? Yeah, they, uh... This uh, PowerPoint presentation uh, includes two examples of high-profile celebrity activations, including members of the L.A. Lakers playing a basketball video game in front of fans or actors competing in a tournament to have experience hubs in the middle of the booths. I don't want to go to E3 to watch a dude playing NCAA basketball. That's not why I go to E3. Hopes to create exclusive appointment-only activations for select attendees who will create buzz and FOMO. They are intentionally trying to induce a fear of missing out. Yes. I I am not a fan of this. <laughs> not at all. That's terrible. Oh, one curious note is the ESA's E3 2020 deck is a proposal to engage in new paid media partnerships where they specifically call out a show that it funded segments on Tech Impact, which they said ran on CNBC, which actually uh, the show's website indicates it airs on Fox Business and Bloomberg TV. Um, And those episodes available via the Tech Impact website do not carry any disclosure or obvious notation that the content was a paid promotion by the lobbying group. (sighs) All right. So E3 is struggling again. Yes. And their current plan does uh, does not sound like it's going in the direction it should be going. I mean, there's some bias in the reporting, right? Because it's getting reported by media who are losing some stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, E3 needed a, a revitalization. It's drowning as as every major publisher is like, you know what? We aren't going to be going to E3 this year. We're not going to throw up a big thing. We're going to host our own. Yeah. I th- Who was the first one to really do that? Was that Blizzard? Blizzard. Yeah. BlizzCon, BlizzCon. I think. Yeah. Yep. People saw BlizzCon and thought, yep, no, we could do you that. You know what? We could do that. That's, that's not bad. Yeah, we could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, E3 next year. Hmm. Which is sad because, you know, next year there's probably going to be the announcements about the next PlayStation and the next Xbox. So I feel like, you know, it's going yes. to be a major media thing. PlayStation 5 and Project Scarlet, I think, is what they're calling the next Xbox. Something like that. So, you know, the perfect time for it to be a media-heavy show, and they're going to try and basically move away from the media. Right. Uh-huh. So, yeah. We'll see how that goes. I mean, we won't. We won't be no. there. No. Try so I in other really news of LA WTF, um, TiVo yeah. was experimenting on adding ads. I saw that, that all of their stations, all of their devices are now going to show ads before they show the show. Yes, yes, they were testing it, but now so, they officially came out and said that, yes, every time you play back 
something from your TiVo, it will have a pre-rolled ad. ad. So people who got the TiVo so that they could skip the ads and and paid TiVo for the device so that they could skip their ads are now going to be forced to watch ads. Yes, we expect to be fully rolled out to all eligible retail devices within 90 days. And TiVo dies. TiVo's defense of this decision, which you know, is suspect. Goes against everything that they stood for at the beginning. Yes, you've got the ability to skip the ad as soon as it starts up. No, no, just don't show the ad. TiVo is investing in new advertising experiences. We've designed our new DVR advertising units with the ability to skip ads anytime a customer hits skip. This is part of our ongoing commitment to bring our users the best media discovery experience possible. So there's going to be a, like... TiVo mod that someone's going to build that just skips it, right? Well, the ads might be skippable, but as a video on, posted on somebody else's website says, it's a sluggish transition between pre-roll commercials and content. So Laura was watching a show on Crunchyroll, and Crunchyroll has ads, right? The streaming yes. service has ads. Cool. They showed the same ad six times in a row. Oh, jeez. Before moving to the actual show. Oh. And it got so frustrating and so bad that, like, yeah. So I'm yeah. just picturing that with TiVo. Like, I was, what just, was I watching? It was, it was back when I was still at my parents' house. So this was back... Before 2008. Mm -hmm. So some, somewhere in like the five, six, seven range. I was trying to watch something on my laptop in my room. And there were, uh, you know, there were ads that were playing because this was a, this was like an NBC show, I think. So there were ads that were playing during, you know, the actual regular ad breaks. Yeah. But what was ridiculous is the actual ad breaks on the web stream were longer than the ad breaks were supposed to be during the live show. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Isaac. Um, so, you know, the hour show is going to take longer than an hour to watch online. And then they also were inserting ads in the middle of content as well. And there were literally only three ads that were playing. There was one for a new pickup. There was one for Oil of Olay. And there was a third one for, I can't, I think it was a promo for another NBC show. And I'm just sitting there going like, whose bright idea was this? This was just, it was just so infuriating that, you know, I just went and rather than continue to watch it, I went onto Pirate Bay, downloaded the show and watched it then and finished yep. up. Yep. It's, it's going to, the industry made changes to deal with piracy, right? Because they recognized here were the things that people wanted and here's why it was working and what wasn't. And then some, like, I, some asshole came back and said, you know, we could make more money if, mm -hmm. and didn't well, quite recognize that that's why people were pirating it in the first place. Well, it's the whole thing also is the fact that the ad revenue for digital stuff has always been lower than previous. Every time you upgrade your platform, your advertising spending per, you know, unit goes down. Yep. You know, working for the radio industry and watching, you know, the, the radio dollars versus our digital yep. platform stuff dollars. It's, it's, you know, I see it. Yeah. So, God, I can't believe that they're going to be doing pre-rolled ads. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking about Across getting a TiVo, but... Nope. All their devices. Nope. Oh, bus. Ah, bus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so... 
Can we end on s- at least a good note? Or do you want to hit a couple more scary things first? I, if we're good to get to the end, we can get to the end. I kind of want to see this this um, Pokemon Go numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Pokemon, uh, I don't know what Pokemon was doing, Dave. Was Pokemon doing something crazy oh over my the last God, month? Yes. Oh, okay. my God, yes. Because, oh, you want to know what? But yeah, I don't um, know what. So, first, they've been just, it's been nonstop with, with like, new shiny releases and special things happening and like i've i've even lost track of it at this point um but they they had like a bunch of events over the summer and then challenges and then based on those challenges there were more things the biggest one was that they released uh unknowns are you familiar with the pokemon unown wasn't that a bug no it's it's the letters it's the pokemon that spells words by being letters oh like it literally is the letter a or b or c and etc etc so you could hatch those from 10k eggs for a limited time uh so a lot of people went and like got a bunch of eggs but if you get a bunch of eggs it means you need a bunch of incubators which means you need to spend money and then after that, they released the shiny regionals from Gen 1 across different regions. So even though I'm where there'd just be the North American one, I could get the Australian one or the European one or what from 7K eggs. So I had to, there was another egg-based event. And so you had to get stuff to hatch eggs. And then... Uh, not only did they release the regionals across regions, but they were also shiny. So like people were going nuts and then they just released gen five like this month. Jeez. They did a lot. They did a lot of stuff. Why do you ask Andy? Cause they had their best month since 2016, bringing in 176 million last month. 176 million dollars in a month. Yep. Revenue. Uh, let me look. And at the also, where report. is this number coming from? Uh, super data. These guys are tracking um, digital purchases and such. Oh, yeah, but like, how are they getting their information? Well, hold on. I'm going to load up the actual document, and we'll see if they can. Please visit here for more information. World of Warcraft subscription revenue grew an estimated 223% in August. Does that count WoW Classic? Yeah. Okay. Despite this, the total revenue was still lower than when uh, Battle of Azeroth expansion uh, came out. Really? I have to type in bit.ly S-D-R-K. Okay. No, it's a dot L-Y. Oh, they're not going to tell me. I have to... No, of course not. Schedule for a demo to see it in action. Oh, jeez. Well, Superdata is a Nielsen company, so I kind of okay. guess I have so to pretty, trust their pretty numbers. Pretty trustworthy. Yeah. Okay. So Niantic pulled in just from Pokemon Go a hundred and seventy-five million dollars in yeah. August. Yes. So call it above average. Uh, that's almost two billion dollars a year. Yep. Call it one point five billion dollars a year. That's just crazy. So yeah, that's going great. Wow, Classic is bumping up. Hearthstone is making a lot of money. Yes. Um, Madden NFL 20 uh, was down 6% compared to Madden NFL 19. Okay. Was that the the positive topic you wanted to end on, or was there a different uh, one? No. Uh, the positive one was um, Oracle yeah. was at a conference. Yeah. And what they did was they built a supercomputer, quote-unquote supercomputer, Okay. By combining 1,060 Raspberry Pis. In case you're wondering, exactly. it was 
Raspberry Pi 3B pluses. Okay, which is why you couldn't buy them for a while, is that? <laughs> yeah, because Oracle was buying all of them. So they bought 1,600. See, I'm, I'm no, a little No, no, 1,060. 1,060. I'm still a little disappointed that it wasn't like 1,024. Yes, that'd be funny. Because powers of two are wonderful. Yeah. Uh, okay. Scores of racks with 21 Raspberry Pi 3 B plus boards. Oracle Autonomous Linux. What's really funny is there actually, somebody asked, you know. Why did you do this? Yeah. The answer was? Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Yeah. That was, that, was the, that was the response yeah. from the Oracle person was because it's cool. You know, just because you spent $30,000 on Raspberry Pis. Sorry, $37,000-ish. Call it around forty, because, like, you have to build the frame for the whole thing. Yep. Yeah, because it's cool. Yeah, you know, because why not? Yeah. Because it's fun. It's just, you know, my guess is it's probably just like a proof of concept sort of thing, just for, you know. Yeah. I have a Raspberry Pi literally sitting on the desk next to me. I do not. Mine are currently at work. So did you did you use yours to run the Python script that you had wanted to run? No, I haven't gotten around to it yet. Oh, OK. OK. Anything else? Uh, there's some weird Random. Ingress event going on right now. There is. Yeah, I guess they're trying to move basically shards across to different portals via links. OK, what what am I supposed to do with that? I don't know, because most of them, um, like, one of the portals is in Oklahoma. Yeah. And then there's uh, there's another, like, the target is portal like, is in France. Is it, and there's, like, another part target portal in China. But is it, like, almost a, a football? Like, if you link from one portal to the next? What I'm seeing is, imagine the U.S. as a football field. Yeah. And your goal is to get the, the shard to, like, California or New York, depending on if you are enlightened or resistance. Uh, shard travels from portal to portal via link. It can only tr- it only travels in five hour increments. At the end of a block of five hours, um, hold on, I'm trying to load the sublink here. If the portal the shard is currently present on has a single link connecting it to another portal, the shard will travel along that link to the other portal. If the shard portal has multiple links, it will travel along one of the links determined randomly. And if the shard portal has no links, it will stay stay put. Yeah, that's a terrifying thing. Yeah. So you have you know basically it jumps to a portal. You have five hours basically to set up the next jump and if you don't have it set up correctly <laughs> it might go somewhere else entirely we don't know yeah okay cool so yeah that's going on yeah it's you know not literally nothing i can do yeah because it I seems mean, you never know it could make its way into michigan well not really because it looks like somebody's got some connections going up down the coast down to florida and over to houston yeah so there's also it looks like a uh, connection line going from bermuda florida to bermuda to nova scotia to ireland right now well okay then so yeah somebody rather than trying to drive it across country was like we'll just send it down the coast yep. there's some nice big empty spaces yep yeah you go from north carolina down to florida with one shot yep yeah Okay. So, yep. All right. So, random review. Dave, it's your week. I would like to review, speaking of Ingress. (laughs) I didn't mean to do that. I swear I didn't mean to do that. Yep. No, I know that you forgot what I was going to review. I want to review Agent Stats. Oh. Uh, In part because I feel like reviews where both Andy and I have been using it are better. And this is something that both Andy and I have been using. Because Uh, I told you about it. Yeah, and so I started using it, and now I'd like to review it and talk about what a piece of garbage it is. (laughs) What? Yeah. 
All right. <clears throat> so Agent Stats is a website not affiliated with Ingress and Niantic. No. Where you can upload your own stats and your own progress, and it tracks it for you. And it yes. throws it up on a neat little graph. Yes. And then it can even tell you, like, approximately, based on your progress so far, when will you hit the next level? And when will you hit the level after that and the level after that? Yes. And it got a lot better about a week ago uh, when you could copy your statistics from in-game and just paste it into this and it parsed that through and figured it out. As opposed to like what that what you used to do, which was manually type in each thing for or, like the thirty um, different y- data points. You could just take a screenshot in redacted, and it would automatically upload it. I tried that; it didn't work. Oh, that it worked all the time for me. Yeah, no, it didn't work for me at all. Oh, I tried it multiple times. I must have been taking the wrong screenshot, or something was going on. It's like, no, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> Well, yes, yeah. Now, now it actually creates a, a CSV text file and uses that. No, it, it just copies it off. Of, well, I guess technically it's CSV. It's it's just from the clipboard. Yeah, it it creates it, a CSV clipboard, you know, thing from yep. that, and it pastes basically yep. copies and pastes that. And then you just upload that, and it it pastes it in, and then it just processes that, and it gives it to you. It's like, okay, well, here's your changes, and here's um your status on all of your medals, and here's your AP and the growth that you've got, and okay. Cool. Uh, first off, the graph is just kind of bad. Like, I guess it it is. It's just connect the dots, but it's not very clear. Uh, like, is it the time difference between them? I guess it's showing the the amount of time since the last one. So it's not really a great axis. Uh, it's got dotted lines going over for the different levels, but like again, it's still not very clear. Um, and then the, the predictions and the, like the chart that it gives you at the bottom, it, it only has the data and I get that it's working with the data, but still it just feels kind of wonky as well as things like, Hey, mission days you've attended and NL1331 meetups. Like those are just, why are those in the middle and not down at the bottom? I get that they're in the middle on the statistics and entering them. Sure. Put them in the middle, but legit throw them at the bottom. Give me some way of sorting my different metals. Yeah. I can see like, when's the next metal going to be? It's, highlighted question mark in theory the one that it's predicting is highlighted um uh, go ahead so far with what i've said andy well yes i agree because you know my i get my explorer on the top there and then it's, then it's like seer and recon it's like um well i can't do any things recon related because i'm not in the opr and right. seer was you know from many moons ago so oh, is, you know. is seer not something you can get anymore no it's uh that was back in the you, original day when you used to uh submit portals many moons ago. even if you do opr it doesn't count for seer i do not believe so i'm at 49 portals yeah seer is an obsolete medal that was awarded for submitting new approved portals it was discontinued on december 31st 2014 i'm one short (laughs) of silver oh that's funny so in that case i don't care about it let me hide it let me like it, it just gets in the way right yeah 
when you're looking at picking the different portal, the, the different, like, things to graph, it just gets in the way. Um, and then the the one other place where, like, this would be awesome is comparing against other players. Which, yeah, and I, we are in a group. First off, making the group was, like, a bullshit process. Like, it was just stupid. Second off, once you've made the group, all it shows you is the, it's a leaderboard. Yeah. It's the current stats. I don't care that Andy is at 483 mind controller versus my 671. I want to know how he's been doing and watch his growth compared to mine. Which we can't do. No, but would not be difficult to do. No. Yeah, basically put like a ghost line on the uh, on the chart. Yep. Oh, and, and the one other thing. Uh, I have a medal that it doesn't know about. What? I have a medal, I have a badge, and it's not in the statistics. There's nowhere that it could know about it. I'm, I'm looking up the name of it right now. Hang on. It is the, well, there's the founder one, but that doesn't count. Uh, the guardian badge. Control a portal for consecutive days before April 2nd, 2018. I had a portal that was 20 days, so it's gold. It was between 20 and 90 days, so that's a gold badge. And there's no place to put that in on agent stats. So I gave myself recruiter. Like I just said, yeah, I totally recruited 25 people, which you can't do anymore. There is no method to recruit people no, anymore. No, 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 no. Okay, Dave, 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 Dave. go to yeah. preferences. Go to preferences. Yes. Okay, I have to find preferences. Hey, I found preferences. Cool. Yeah. Profile. Yeah. Six one down. Hey, guardian metal. Yeah. Cool. I have gold. Great. So now I have to go back and update all my things to say that I had zero. Yeah. You just you did. You didn't read. <laughs> you didn't read the instructions. No, I used the damn service. <laughs> And I have to go through and update all of these things that I've saved. And I've saved how many of these that go to my export? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Well, if you had read the frickin' instructions, yeah, you wouldn't have to go back and modify 22 uploads. Yep. I was sitting there going, like, I swear that was on the list of the... Because they had a bunch of these medals on here that you can't access anymore. Yep. Yeah. Time zone is not London. No. What's really annoying is the fact that... Um, uh, so they have, like, the AP levels, and then below mm-hmm. that you says, oh, you'll get to level 10 on this done, and it tells you how many badges you're short. Yep. Technically it says, oh, you'll get to level 11 on 12-28-2019, but it says, hey, you're three golds short, and I'm looking on there, and I'll get one gold by that time. Yep. I think that's what they meant to do, right? Because it says you will have enough AP on this date, and you will get to lev- that same level on this other date. But they're the same date, which Yeah, doesn't... I don't think that their their logic is counting, like, it's not going through oh wait wait saying, no 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 oh, no hold on hold on hold on I, I guess hold on no wait they're right because qs23 will get to level 12 on 4 25 2020 with the badges but it says we'll get enough ap for level 12 on 3 5 2020 okay but all of mine match yes because i guess your times on your predicted badges will end earlier before you get the ap's my level 12 say one, one short right like well you are currently one short and I should get it on the 26th. 
which is before that date. So I'm I'm AP locked as opposed to badge locked. Yes. I see. Yes, I'm AP locked but for 10 11. But the fact that we 11? have to sit here and think about that, I think, goes to show... Yes. This is a good first step. They could do some significant improvements. Well, there is a subreddit, and the guy is still active in it, so if you would like to post some suggestions... Let me edit this entire field instead of having to open them up one at a time. Mm-hmm. Don't call the one where you can edit them the export. Like, I'm not sure why this is the, the screen for export the data. There is no place to export the data. So, you know, that's that's kind of it. That said, it's been really nice because, like, I can see my my patterns and I can see when I went to Seattle and, wow, there was a big steep increase there and then certain other things slowed down. I will get to level 16 on November 22nd, 2020. Mine will be 2022. <laughs> you gotta catch up, Andy, come on. Yeah, no, I'm... I, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I'm not even going to go past yeah. 12 ever. So if I, I don't, keep I don't on care about recharging at the rate I've been recharging, I will get the black recharge badge by November of this year. Yeah, I've stopped recharging because it, it, it serves no purpose. Well, if you're trying to get to level 12. I've already got enough gold badges. I've already got a gold badge for recharge. Oh, okay. Level 12 you, is. You don't need platinum until you're level, level 13. 13. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> So if I if I gave you one of all of the portals at Epic and said, help me keep these off, you wouldn't do it? Nope. Oh, that's too bad. My God, the percentage of efficiency for that would probably just be ridiculous. It would be fine. Yeah. But yeah, so for the handful of us that are still doing Ingress. Yeah. All right. So random topic. Yep. What do you got for me, sir? Something that you really care really much about. Cloth or disposable diapers? So I... Huh. So the advantage of disposable is the convenience. Yes. The advantage of cloth is the, like, environmental impact and cost, right? Yes. Cloth would be cheaper because you, you don't have to keep rebuying them. You just wash them and reuse them. I will point out, I have a friend out here uh, with, with a two-year-old now who went the route of cloth diapers with a service to wash them. Yes. Which means that it was the cost of disposable, <laughs> but the inconvenience of cloth. Um uh, <laughs> Also, the fact is, you know, okay, how are they uh, being laundered? And is it yep. actually more eco-friendly for right. the laundry service? Right. So what did you guys do? Disposable. Oh, my God. Okay. You're just, you're just like, don't even think about it. We're just throwing them out. Disposable diapers. I have already had to change two poopy diapers today. And That's a lot of poop. Yeah. And one of them was, was n not solid. Oh. So, is he feeling Okay. No, he's got the same cough that all of us do here in the... Okay, cough doesn't usually do anything to poop. I'm yeah. not sure if you're familiar with how, how, like, biology works. Well, yeah, I know, but he's not well as okay. are the rest of us. Okay. There is something going around that all three of us have. So, um, so, you know, he, you know, he's got, he's got something... So yeah. yeah, that was that was not That's, pleasant. Okay, so and the I, something is is influencing the poop. Yes, and I you know 
to think if I would have had to deal with that. Washing it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, somebody is literally attacking my portals over by work. Stop paying attention to Ingress. It's not my fault. My phone just went off. Stop focusing on Ingress. Um, the, uh, yeah, no, I would not want to clean that or have no, to deal no, with trying to clean kinda, that. It's just, let's just gross. wrap it up and throw it out. Throw it out. Okay. Plus, we'll if, I'm, you know, if, we're, if we're out and about... You know, if I'm out at a restaurant... You don't want to carry a diaper with you. Yeah, I, I would have to a carry that dirty, dirty diaper. diaper back home with us. Yep, I yep. Just, you know, it's bad enough, you know, having a restaurant where they don't even have a changing table in the men's room. But, you know, if I would have to deal with the... Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay. that's yeah, Andy, I, it's all right. I, it's I all understand, right. you know... Don't I, worry, it's not, okay. It's not good for the environment, but... No one's, no one's judging you, at least not loudly. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's... Oh... Disposable diapers, hands down. You know, more power to you, but mm mm. Okay. Yeah, I think I'd probably go with disposable. Yeah. Which is good. I haven't had anybody, you know, they always, it's always the amount of unsolicited advice and, you know, judging from other people when you're a parent is when, always when you're just. A parent? Yeah. It's always surprising. Yeah. Is it really surprising or just disappointing? I, it's, it's surprising with, you know, the people who do it. You're just like, really? Mm. Okay. Oh, you should really have your kids strapped in on that on your in your shopping cart. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I, so I, I I really try not to make comparisons between having a kid and having a pet. But for like the first year of having a kid, there's there's a number of similarities, um, and we get that like all the time if we take Laz to the store and leave him in the car, and like you know the windows are down. It's not actually that hot out. There are people like. Oh, your dog was whining, and he shouldn't be left in the car alone. It gets really hot in there. I'm like, what? He's like, I called the police just to let you know uh, they're going to be here. You know, if you do this again, that's animal cruelty. I'm like, you bitch. Just leave. (sighs) Yeah, so, like, I get you. I feel you. I try not to pull comparisons between kids and pets, but, like, I feel you. But it's along more along the lines of, you know, the, the people who are like, you know, oh, when I was raising my kid 30 years ago, we did it this way. <laughs> You're like, that's nice. That's nice. I don't care. That was 30 years ago. Science is things are different. incorrect. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, there was someone. Oh, shoot. Where was I? Where was I? Oh, where was I? Uh, I don't remember where I was, but I was talking with someone about education, and I brought up, like, yeah, you know, I, and, and I used to be a teacher, and, like, it's really sad. We, we just don't fund education enough. It's like, well, it's not so much the funding as I'm like, don't, you don't need to say another word. I disagree with everything you're about to say. Like, well, kids just don't learn the way that they used to. And I mean, we, you know, it was very different back when I was in school. I'm like, yes, yes, it was. And it was worse. You just don't remember that because you were in fucking school. <sighs> Rose colored glasses. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like funny when people tell me, like, you know, I have the old engineers who are retired telling me, like, oh, you know, back in, you know, when I was doing this, we had to do this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, yes, but I yeah, know. And that's why everything is screwed up now. Thanks. It's like, yeah, did you guys have Pandora back, you know, 30 years yep. ago? No. Yeah. So, you know, did you guys have to worry about internet streaming 30 years ago? No. Nope. So, did you guys have viruses and worms that could cripple the entire network in like milliseconds that couldn't just be like removed with a single command not really probably not yeah man i really do not want to be that old guy growing up 
That's, I, I gotta make sure I just don't become the old grumpy. Yeah, man. sorry. I know it's I got, it's gonna I got happen. Bad news for you. I know it's gonna happen, and I don't want it to. But it's Andy, oh. Andy. I already am. I got I got bad news for you. What? It's not going to happen. It's already happened. It's already happened. I know. Goddamn Let's Twitch streamers and influencers. Right. Right. Let's be honest. It has already happened. <sighs> well, on that cheerful note, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.